The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the internet. That is right. You are tuning into the Mental Reps Podcast, the MRP, and I'm very excited that you're here and super stoked to be jumping into today's episode and getting to chat with each of you guys. And I apologize in advance for a little bit of the delay in releasing new episodes. The past couple months have been crazy. We all know it. Life gets nuts, hectic. The summer, it's it's a busy season, and I'm thrilled to be back on the mic and thrilled to be sharing with you guys a little bit more insight into the mindset component of things for your fitness journey, but really your life journey. And today's episode, as it says in the title, is going to be all about comparison. And as much as we are probably going to apply a lot of this to the fitness realm of things, that does not mean it stops there, just as anything else that I talk about. When we go through these topics and I share a lot of insight, I mean, yeah, you can apply it to the gym and yeah, you can apply it to your nutrition, but I really want each of you to take it a step further to apply it to your career, your relationships, the way you think about yourself and the day-to-day actions necessary to go out there and fucking win. Just win in all capacities because if you're winning in your fitness journey, there's a very strong chance you're winning in your life journey and vice versa. So the two things highly, highly, highly correlate to each other and comparison and the way we're going to think about it today is absolutely no different. So stoked to be diving in and we are going to, as always, continue this conversation over in the Mental Reps Podcast Facebook group, which if you have not already joined, highly recommend jumping in there to learn a little bit more, jump in on the conversation, meet some like-minded individuals who are also going through their fitness journey and just continue to build up the badass community that we have already. Let's talk comparison because I have fallen into this trap time and time and time again. And I know that you have too, whether it was the start of your journey, which is what I fell into, uh, or honestly, guys, basically whenever I go through any significant life change, uh, a change in job, a change in career, a change in location, a change in hobbies, like I look around. I look around to see kind of what others are doing and I start to compare. And I think that's really, really natural. When you start shifting into a different phase of life, you look to see what others in that phase potentially are up to, right? Where are they at? What are they doing? What's their career like? What does their day-to-day look like? You know, how are they spending their weekends? And it typically doesn't really matter what I'm up to or what that life change was. It usually makes me question uh, why the fuck I'm not doing enough. And again, I think that's personal to to everyone, but for me, it it always goes that direction where they're doing this. Why am I not doing that? They're spending their time here. Okay. I should be doing that too. Or they're doing this, this, and this shit. I should be doing more and more and more. And I know how that sounds. It sounds really negative, right? Really, really, you know, damaging to whatever the change is that I am going through or trying to make. Um, And if looking at what others are up to is making me feel like I'm not doing enough, I should stop looking, right? wrong. Well, at least not entirely. And I think that there's a big difference between comparing and competing. Seeing someone else's, uh, you know, life, body, house, you know, family, etc., and throwing in the towel on your own life feels to me more like a competition. You know, she's already won it. So that's that. And I can't have it. She's already taken that place. I I can't do that. She, she's, she's in that space. That's it. That's her. She won, you know, uh, there's nothing more to it, but that's entirely false. 
Because life isn't a competition where only one person can win. You know, so-and-so has this house, so I, I can't, nope, not going to happen for me. So-and-so has this body, so I can't have that body. Like, this is not a one-and-done type deal. Life isn't a competition where only one person can win. And just because, you know, so-and-so on Instagram, who we all follow, because I have about a million of them myself, uh, they have a, a banging body. And they've been traveling Europe for the last six weeks. I don't know what it is. I feel like everybody has been in a foreign country lately. Correct me if I'm wrong. But everybody that I see, everyone and their mothers is out gallivanting through France or Europe or wherever. And just because they're doing that doesn't mean you can't also be doing that. Doesn't mean you can't also have a banging hot bod and be traveling some foreign country of whatever your dreams are. So instead of the cliche saying of, you know, comparison being toxic and comparison is the root of all evil or the, you know, it, it's, it strips you of your joy, like in all that bullshit. Like I think comparison in some capacity is normal and even healthy. It starts to become a lot more negative when we compare and then we give up. You know, they have this, I can't have that. I give up. We give up on ourselves thinking that there's no way that we could also have whatever it is that so-and-so has. And hopefully as you're listening to this too, you're starting to gain a picture of someone or something that you have compared to recently. And I know that as I'm going through these topics too, I'm, I'm visualizing, you know, a couple people who I follow on Instagram or social media or certain lives that they live. And, you know, I start to become envious. I start to become like, you know, I'm not doing enough or why are they doing that? And I'm doing this. And, you know, so think of whoever that is for whatever reason you start to compare, whether it is because of their body, whether it is because of their career, maybe they're making a certain amount of money, start to, to formulate who or what this individual is as we're talking through this. And then ask yourself, like, well, why can't I have that? Why am I giving up because they have it? We could also have the exact same life, body, goals, dream, house, et cetera, that they do. To think that there's no room for you in that area of success is just simply not the truth. So let's think of things a little bit differently when it comes to comparison. We are not in competition where only one person can be the winner. We are all in our separate life games. And just because so-and-so has won in some aspect of their life doesn't mean you don't also have a first place trophy coming your way. Because we need to stop comparing ourselves and giving up because of it. Your first place trophy, their first place trophy, the gold medal, they have nothing to do with one another. So to let somebody else's success discourage you from pursuing your own greatness is, it's a waste. It is an absolute waste. It's like saying, you know, I, I can't take home first place at, at this soccer tournament because so-and-so the other weekend took home the gold medal at, at their tennis game. That doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck would so-and-so's gold medal at their tennis game have anything to do with the fact of you winning or not winning your soccer tournament? If so-and-so got a promotion and is now the vice president of their company and you work for an entirely different company, why get discouraged in your ability to become the vice president? Like, do you see how this doesn't line up? So to compare your journey and where you're at and what's going on in your life and your goals to someone else's and then allow it to then stop and halt any of the work that you're putting in to reach your goals makes no sense makes no sense. And that is when comparison becomes toxic. It becomes negative. It becomes, you know, stripping you of your joy. But not if we don't look at it like that. 
their first place medal has nothing to do with yours and yours has nothing to do with the next person. And this applies to every aspect of life. So in my opinion, keep it up. Keep looking, keep scrolling, keep comparing, but change instead the mindset you have around others' victories. It should drive you. Every single person listening to this, that success that you're envisioning that someone else has that gets you a little bit annoyed because you're like, fuck, I'm not there yet. It should drive you. It should push you to do more. It should fuel your fire like nothing ever before because that individual that you're thinking of is simply proving to you that whatever it is that you want is in fact possible. They've done it. They've done it. They've literally achieved the thing that you want to achieve. There is proof in the pudding, my friends. It's right there. It's in front of you. It's in your face. It's staring at you through your phone on Instagram. It is possible. So why not you? Why can't you achieve it next? Why can't you be living in that dream house? Why can't you be gallivanting around Europe? Why can't you have that same body? Like, why not you? Anything that drives you to do more and gives you that that push, I'm all for. Do more of it. Be more of it. You know, show more. Do it. Because if it's lighting that fire, all it's going to do is continue to drive you to move forward. And honestly, I think that's better than thinking that whatever goal that you have is completely impossible because that's that's pretty frustrating as well to think like, I have no idea if this is even attainable. Let me just blindly work towards it. Like that's a whole different conversation for another day, which is not a bad thing to do, but it's different versus having a specific goal comparing to someone else who has done the goal. It is very in your face that it is freaking possible. And there is absolutely no reason why you can't do it two. Comparison starts to get negative when you look at things like what someone else has, where they live, what they look like, their relationships, and, and, you know, start to think less about you, less about your life, less about your relationships, less about your progress in your fitness journey. When that is the, the case, yes, I would agree. Comparison is toxic. But again, we're not doing that anymore. Everyone listening to this, right, girls? We are not doing that anymore. We are not taking a look at what somebody else has and then thinking less of ourselves. It's not, uh, oh, she has this. I could never have that. It's, okay, what do I have to do to have that and more? It's not, she looks like this. I could never look that way. It's, okay, how do I become the best version of myself to feel that same sense of confidence? to hold myself as high as she does? What do I need to do on my side? What work needs to be done today to get another step closer to what so-and-so has? Because I'm going to blow past it. And that's the way I want you guys to think about it. It's not getting to that same level. It's what can I do more? How can I push past it? How can I get even better? You guys see the difference? Not, oh, she has this. I I can't, you know, that... That would be awesome. That would be great. I wish, I wish she got lucky. She did this. Nope. She, I mean, maybe she did, but I'm going to go under the impression that she worked her ass off to get there. So guess what? I can work my ass off. I got nothing in me that says you can't work hard. Nobody does. You have the ability to create whatever the reality is that you are creating if for somebody else for you. And there's a big difference there. And I really do think that that almost negative comparison starts to kind of come from a place of, or I guess a lack of self-efficacy, which is kind of in relation to like the confidence we have in ourselves and the belief that we can really succeed at something we set out to do. So if you are lacking in that category, you are lacking that confidence, you are lacking that belief that I'm capable of doing what I set out to do, of course, 
it is going to suck. Of course, you're going to compare and get frustrated. You're going to get annoyed. You're going to get discouraged. It sucks to compare when you feel like there is no chance in hell you're ever going to achieve blank. And of course, it makes you want to quit. Or better yet, make you not even want to try. You guys ever have a goal where it's like, I know that that is never going to happen, where you don't even want to take a step in that direction. That's when it starts to become damaging. But instead, we are going to change the narrative. If we could look at what others have with the mindset of how can I have that too, how much different would that feel? To me, that would be encouraging. That would be, that would be energizing. That would be motivating. How much better do you think you would feel looking at what somebody else has and saying, well, shit, what do I have to do to get there? With the 100% firm belief and confidence in yourself that you know you can. It wouldn't then look like anything frustrating or discouraging. It would just simply be a game plan. It would be these next six steps and this is what you got to do. Now, of course, that's minimizing the hell out of it when you're envisioning someone who's traveling Europe on a yacht and you're like, well, shit, how do I do that? I don't know if there's a six-step plan for that. I really don't. There probably isn't. But there may be a 12-step plan. There may be points A, B, and C that you have to hit, you know, in order to make it to that next level. So instead of looking at it at this discouraging, I can never be frolicking around Europe on a yacht with a six-pack, look at it as, okay, how do I make that happen? What do I need to do today to get one step closer to a Europe trip next summer? What do I need to do today to get one step closer to having a six-pack? What do I need to do today to get one step closer to saving enough money to make that happen? And it no longer becomes this game of emotion because comparison in a negative sense is all about emotion. It's how it makes you feel. You feel crummy. You feel like you're not doing enough. You feel like this. You feel like that. And that emotion halts you in your, in your, your place and prevents you from doing anything because it doesn't feel like it's possible. It doesn't feel like it's a good idea. It doesn't feel like you're capable of it. But screw your damn feelings. You are capable of it. You're just not willing to put in the action to get there. And it's a hell of a lot easier to say, like, I could never be me because then you don't even have to try. And worse off, if you do try and fail, oh my God, oh, nobody wants to do that. But guys, to get to a place where you are, where you want to be, and you're beyond so-and-so that you're comparing to, you're going to have to put in that effort. You're going to have to try. You're going to have to fail. You're going to have to have other people telling you your goal is crazy. But so-and-so frolicking on a yacht probably heard the same thing and they kept going. So instead of comparing to what they have, thinking there's no way that could be me, compare to what they have saying, how do I make sure that that is me? How do I make sure I show up every single day with the right attitude and work ethic to ensure that that is me, that guarantees that will be where I am? And instead of throwing a pity party of I'll never get there, you're going to feel a lot more energized and a lot more inclined to get your ass on Google and start figuring out exactly what you need to do in order to make it happen. And to me, that's not discouraging. That's freaking empowering. If you're someone who's falling into the comparison trap as it pertains to fitness, health and fitness specifically, with progress or physique or so-and-so's body versus where you're at, I, I know that that can be very, very real. A thousand and one percent. Why? Because I have been there. And like I said, at the start of my journey, that was... I mean, essentially what fueled my fire was like looking at myself in the mirror, not loving what I was seeing, seeing these individuals on social media being like, holy shit. And then again, kind of taking that into my own hands of saying, well, what the fuck do I need to do to look like that? And some people think that that is so horrible because you should look like you and you're the best version of you. And yes and no, like it is more than okay. And I'm super firm on this opinion 
it is more than okay to have goals based on what others and other individuals look like. Oh my gosh, she's got really nice legs. I want my legs to look like that. Oh my gosh, she has really nice shoulders. Damn, what do I need to do to get my shoulders a little bit more rounded? But do you hear how I'm saying that? Like she has this, how do I get my to look like blank? Not how do I copy and paste her body onto mine? How do I copy and paste her life onto mine? It's how do I create my life into that? And I know that may sound kind of the same, but the way that you think about it matters a whole lot. And if you can fuel your fire to take a look in the mirror and step the fuck up, I've got no problem with that. And I actually hear this from clients quite a bit. Whenever we start working together, obviously it's very, very important for me to know what the end goal is. What is the goal? Is it weight loss? Is it muscle building? Is it a certain, you know, physical goal? Do we want to be able to do a couple pull-ups? Like what, do we want to just be healthy enough to, you know, play with our kids? Like those things matter. And because I work with a lot of the younger generation, I know obviously big on social media, um, more times than not, I hear certain things about wanting to look like or having the goal of so-and-so's physique. And I'm never the coach to be like, that is terrible. You got to look good for you. Like, well, duh, because you can't be her, right? Not everyone can be a, you know, pro level bikini competitor. So in my opinion, that is completely off the table. That doesn't even, like, Laura Lee is one of the most incredible bikini competitors out there. Her physique is insane. So if a client came to me and showed me a picture of Laura Lee, my goal for that client would not be to turn them into her. I am not a wizard. I don't have a magic wand and can say, poof, you guys have the exact same physique. I'm going to take a look at what you have and be able to improve towards what she looks like. We are not copy and pasting. And recognize that for your own journey as well. You can't look like so-and-so. You can look like you. And your physique can be improved in the same general movement forward. If they have more muscular legs, cool. How do we build up your legs a little bit? If they've got a smaller waist, cool. How do we do that for your waist? It's you, you, you. They are just a reference point. So whenever clients do come to me and they have someone in mind, I tell them, send it over. You got a picture. You got a this. You got a that. Let me know. Because a lot of the work that we're doing, we're going to move in that general direction. If someone sends me a picture of a pro-level bikini competitor as kind of what their goal is as a physique versus someone who sends me a picture of you know, them back in high school that was just down a couple of pounds, like those goals and the work required are very, very different. So understanding what your goal is and using that comparison as a roadmap versus as a, I want to be her, like you can't, you can't be her. You can't have the same physique. You can't have the same abs. You're going to look like you at the best form of you. And that is what we are after. But if you get stuck in this cycle, I want you guys to think of it as a three-step kind of process on social media. When you find yourself starting to compare to another individual for whatever reason, again, this doesn't just have to be fitness, but I want you to ask yourself three things. One, is what she has derived from hard work, derived from some work, some effort that she put in? And if it is a physique, I would guarantee probably yes. Also important to note, if you're comparing yourself to a professional level competitor who has been taking PEDs and on different sorts of steroids, maybe that may not be the best comparison for you. If you are comparing yourself to someone who is on a yacht out in Europe because her family has a ton of money and she was lucky enough to be kind of born into it, that is different. That is not derived from hard work. That's not to say she's not working on other hard things, but that aspect individually. So ask yourself, is what she has derived from hard work? The answer is yes. Question number two, am I capable of putting in that work? 
And that is a very serious question. The level of work required to be a professional bikini competitor is far greater than what most people ever, 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 ever perceive to be. Why? Because these athletes look really skinny and really shredded and really ripped. And hey, if I diet for a little while, I'll look the same. Eh, Incorrect. So ask yourself, am I capable of putting in that work? Hopefully the answer is fuck yeah. Hopefully that goal that you have is so strong and that proof of whatever individual has done it is so powerful that you will give anything to work your ass off to achieve it. Question number three, if I do give it my all, will I be able to achieve the same result? If the answer is yes, go for it. Full fucking send. Don't take a second to look back. If the answer is no, rework your own expectations. And that is not a bad thing. That is what people fail to do as far as comparing. Okay, shit, I may not look like Laura Lee and be a pro-level bikini competitor. That's okay. I'm going to rework my own expectations to be the best damn physique that Deanna Magro has ever created, and that's pretty badass. Why? Because I am not her. I don't have the same everything that she does. That is fine. That's impossible. So get that through your brain. If you have the ability to achieve the same result, go after it. Maybe that's a certain career or a certain lifestyle. Go get it. If the answer is no, rework your expectations. And that could be positive as well. If you know you're going to work your ass off and you could even surpass or exceed whatever it is you're comparing to, fuck yeah, rework those expectations. Set the bar even goddamn higher, okay? You don't have to settle into what somebody else is doing because right now that looks great. Maybe you start to put that work in, you put that effort in, and you blow past whatever it is you're jealous of them for in a matter of months. Keep going. Rework that expectation. Set the bar even freaking higher. It is a three-question process, and you need to answer all three of them honestly in order to be able to prevent the comparison from becoming very negative. And if the answer to question number one is what she has derived from hard work. If the answer is no, keep it scrolling. There's no need to get yourself in a tizzy that you weren't born into royalty and have millions of dollars in your bank account before you were even born. Like, forget about it, okay? That's not worth comparing. That's not worth getting annoyed. That's not worth a second of your brain power in any capacity. But if those answers are all yes, freaking go for it. And some things that help me too, even just on the opposite side of not total physical, um, but when I feel like I'm not doing enough, No, I'm an Enneagram three through and through. The Enneagram three is an achiever. And if that doesn't describe me, I don't know what does, but I root a lot of my like self-worth and my identity and who I am through my accomplishments. And it's something that obviously I try to work through and do my best working through, but I know that to be very true. And I never feel like I'm doing enough. So when I start to compare to others who I feel like are working harder than me or achieving more than me, it grinds my gears like no other. So a few things, if that is you, it's very, very normal, especially this community of women being high achievers, being badass, wanting more, seeking more, you probably are feeling the same or you have at some point. And some things that helped me during this time, one, just writing down a list. I'm a big pen to paper person, writing down a list of all of the things that I am doing every day to work towards my goals. Because I'm going to toot my own horn and pat myself on the back right now. There are a few days that I work less than 10 plus hours a day. Like I'm doing some shit, all right? But it doesn't matter to me because at the end of the day, I'm like, I still didn't get done blank, 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 blank. And I start to get in my head about the whole day went to waste and I didn't even get to do this. And I started doing that. And my poor boyfriend has to hear me talk about this all the time as he watched me slave over my work for 10 hours. And he tells me I'm crazy and I know that I am. But sometimes even just recognizing like, okay, well, what did I get done today? 
And if I can write that down and kind of show myself, like you, you did a good job, you, you did a lot of stuff, that helps me. Other than that, the power list, um, I will write down my top three to five things that day, extra things that I want to get done. And if I can get those done, I feel so damn good. Another part of being an Enneagram 3, if I can cross things off my list, ooh, I am a happy camper. So having my top three, having my power list, doing everything I know I need to get done in addition to the things that I want to get done, extra things, I feel like I'm on top of the world and there's no one who I can compare to because I'm like, there's no one working harder than me. And sometimes I just need a little bit of that ego boost to be like, you're doing a good job. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Like I crossed off my list. Like sometimes that just feels really good. Other things that help me set short-term and long-term goals um, to kind of keep me bought in to my progress. Because if you are like me and you've got ambitious goals that are going to take years and years to get to, uh, it can feel a little discouraging to be like, I'm not even close to even halfway there. But setting those short-term goals, getting certain things done, crossing things off your list, keeping you bought in to the fact that you are taking steps forward, again, helps a lot with comparing and feeling like I'm not doing enough. So-and-so is doing more. So-and-so is achieving more. So-and-so is working harder. But if you know in your own progress, in your own goals, in your own you know, uh, direction, you're crossing things off. You're reaching those milestones. You'll feel a lot more, a lot less likely rather to compare and feel any of that negative pull towards that comparison. And then lastly, a little bit of tough love. It's necessary. You know it is. You guys know that's my favorite thing. Sometimes you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, bitch, you got to step it up. 150%. You got to be doing more. And this is a conversation I probably have with myself at least once a week, which could be dramatic. But if it's what you need, it's what you need. We need to do more. The goals that you have, the body that you want, the uh, life that you want to live, it's not going to just happen. So comparing yourself to others while you sit happily on your butt doing nothing about it is going to feel incredibly discouraging because there's no progress being made on your end. You're just sitting there letting yourself compare letting yourself feel like I am nowhere near that point. So if it requires a little bit of tough love to get you up and use that as motivation and use it as fuel, then give yourself that tough love. Have that hard conversation. Take a look at the last six months and say, did you even get close to accomplishing what you said you were going to accomplish? Because I don't know about you guys, but heading into October of 2023 scares the shit out of me because I feel like 10 months have zipped by. And of course, my immediate response is I didn't do anything, which is absolute bullshit. But in my head, I'm like, I didn't do anything. Have that conversation because I guarantee some of us out there really have not done much. And that's not me being negative. That's not me being mean. That's me calling out the facts. And if that's something you need to hear in order for you to get up and make the most of these last two and a half-ish months, then do it. Because nobody is stopping you but you. And nobody's going to push you but you. So use this comparison. Again, it's not a competition. Because so-and-so has achieved this doesn't mean you can't too. They didn't take the only penthouse suite in New York. They didn't take the only great physique ever to be had in all of humanity. You can have those things too. Compare to elevate. Don't compare to compete. So if you want to join in on this conversation or just ask any questions at all as far as that comparison and you are struggling, I am all ears. Pretty, pretty please join us over in the Mental Reps Podcast Facebook group. You can tap the link in the description of today's episode to go ahead and join and I will catch you guys over there.